Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kurt Crosby live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that it was refused to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for October the 21st in the year of our Lord, 2020. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America is our guide, and absolutely we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips, as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. LovingLiberty.net, LibertyNewsRadio.com, LibertyRoundTable.com are our websites. Without further ado, we're going to skip the recap of yesterday's show. Go to LibertyRoundTable.com, check out the show notes. If you want to get caught up on it, basically, bottom line is just scandal and intrigue everywhere is the kind of summary. <laughs> Vote fraud going on everywhere by your government. It's out of control. We'll talk about that. As the broadcast unfolds, Kurt Crosby's with me. Welcome, sir. Buenos dias. Uh, greetings and salutations. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Thank you, Sam. Fellow talk show host, co-host for today, James Edwards, talks about race, politics, and hypocrisy in the 21st century America, the political cesspool. Dot org, an award-winning broadcast every Saturday night, and author of Racism, Schmacism. Welcome back, sir. Sam, Kurt, great to be with you just a few days before the election, and only a few days after the birth of my third child, who is now, uh, let's see, let's do the math, 15 days old, I believe, two weeks old. Not sleeping much, but I wouldn't miss this for the world. Congratulations on the new child. Uh, concern for the election and its integrity, I'll tell you that right now. Let's kick it off. They say international election monitors are coming to the United States. But don't worry, there's far fewer this year, James. Well, uh, let me tell you something, Sam. I was actually preparing notes for what I'm going to be talking about on my program this Saturday, and it ties right into what you're talking about. I, with the Republicans doing what they're doing, which I think is everything they can to throw the election, not Trump himself, but uh, his uh, so-called uh, party. I'm not worried about outside interference. I mean, because here you've got the situation with regards to vote fraud in Pennsylvania, where the supposed uh, conservative court uh, rules that now they'll accept ballots mailed in after Election Day. And if Pennsylvania is going to be one of these huge swing states that's going to uh, spin by the narrowest of margins. You have Roberts going over there being liberal now. You have McConnell holding up this charade of a confirmation process. If he had just ramrodded uh, Barrett in there, maybe Trump wins this. That's a big decision that they're going to allow that in Pennsylvania that's going to come down to a few votes, and now anybody can vote even after the election, apparently. This COVID relief thing, McConnell comes out now saying, well, we'll do it for the corporations, but the American people aren't going to get a second stimulus check. I'm not for that in principle, but I'm just saying, and what better way to turn off Republicans from voting than having the leader of your party in the Senate come out and say, you know, you're not going to get yours, but the Wall Street and everybody else can, can get theirs. Uh, Barr refusing to move forward with the uh, Biden investigation. Uh, you're going up against the media, the Democrats, your own party. That's a tough road to hoe, buddy. Amen to that internal strife everywhere. Kurt, are you worried about 
international election monitors coming to the United States, but don't worry, it's far fewer this year. My question is, why do we have to have foreign election monitors? There's many Americans that are plenty willing to vote count and vote watch and everything else, uh, but yet we don't get the opportunity, but they leave it to the internationalists, Kurt? Well, you know um, much good government we get from the U.N., Sam, and, uh, you know, the U.N. is just— uh, I like that well, big old sex scandal I mean, we talked about yesterday with the U.N. where the Me Too movement's not even uh, up in arms or anything. Well, that's one good example, Sam. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, you know, these these are the type of, uh, well, operators that you just want to encourage um, in America, I mean, because— uh, uh, All right, I Kurt mean, loves the international so much better election UN, monitors. You know, I, oh, I got yeah. one for you, Sam. Yeah, I got Sam. Sam, just very quickly with regard to election monitors, there's a huge story that came out yesterday in the controlled press saying that the Proud Boys, uh, you know, this group that really is a very watered down, you know, semi-patriotic group. I mean, they're not a bad group, but they're certainly not the guys that they're portrayed to be. Well, anyway, it comes out that yesterday that uh, allegedly they are sending out emails to people who are registered Democrats saying, we know you're a Democrat, and if you come out to vote, we're going to get you. They're supposedly sending this out from their own email addresses with, like, proudboys.org or whatever their URL is, and, and, and there was a big article saying they're going to be poll watchers. They're going to be going to the polls. That was in the news last week, and now this week, allegedly, they're sending out these emails. I don't believe that at all as far as, as, far as this goes. They might not be the sharpest tools in the shed, but they're not going to make, they're not going to commit federal crimes using their own email addresses that can be traced back to their main website. And this is what's going on. This is the damnedest thing I've ever seen. Uh, and we've seen a lot of elections. 16 was crazy. It, this was more out of control than that. All right. It's so let me ask you this. Are you worried Are you worried more about the pr- Proud Boys, more worried about the courts, more worried about the international election monitoring, or more worried about this headline? Ready? How the FBI is working to protect the 2020 election. The FBI says election security is one of their highest national priorities. I'm more concerned about the FBI. <laughs> if they're involved in any way like they were Ammon Bundy or, or um, uh, involved in um, Randy and Vicki Weaver's case or uh, the Koresh scenario down in Texas, uh, David Koresh and crew, the, the Branch Davidians, or uh, what I mean is the FBI is involved in almost every scandal we see in modern times, especially when it comes to the conservative side of the discussion. Uh, the FBI is uh, creating provocateurs. I mean, it goes on and on and on and on. And the next question is the FBI is involved in the elections, and that's their biggest security, but yet they'll probably be at the center of the fraud, Kurt, and then James. Well, Sam, uh... Uh, top of my list, if you're talking about worries, um, is, you know, something I've mentioned many times, and that is uh, when the God of heaven gives us the Ten Commandments, and one of those Ten Commandments, uh, I mean, there's a good long list of them to check over, but one of them includes a phrase, thou shalt not kill, and then we continue to kill the least well the most vulnerable among us little babies i just want to know how many babies we can continue to kill and hope for the blessings of heaven upon this land by the way a good point if you kill a baby and they can never vote is that vote fraud james 
that's a good question. You know, my wife and I were having this discussion about all of these, uh, this, this crazy over-the-top militant stance on wearing masks to save lives, but the people who are most hardcore for that wouldn't blink an eye if you murdered your child. Uh, in fact, there was a story here, uh, not a story, but somebody that my wife knows, they won't allow you in their store uh, to get your hair done if you're not wearing a mask, but the, the same proprietors are uh, both quote-unquote choice. So anyway, you figure that out. But with regard to your earlier question, I, obviously not worried about the Proud Boys at all. That's a fake, uh, a fake villain uh, manufactured by the media. I'm not so worried about the international poll watchers because I believe, our, like you said, our own uh, enforcement agencies and our own political parties are going to do a good enough job in subverting the election uh, that we really don't need any outside influence uh, or outside uh, obstructions. And yeah, I mean, I tell you, it's, it's a shame that you have to believe that way, but I certainly believe that uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all that the FBI is involved up to its ears in a lot of these uh, so-called stings, you know, where they create the honeypot and they uh, entice people to, uh, to say something that will get them arrested up to and perhaps even including the situation that we had in Michigan. A couple of months ago, uh, a couple of days ago, rather, with the, the the governor up there. So, if they're involved in anything, I'm sorry, I have such love for us. I would believe that they would do more harm than good. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm a little bit more worried about the FBI than I am all the other elements. There's another area that I have a great concern for as well. As Kurt says, "Thou shalt not kill." One of the Ten Commandments. Amen to that. Also, thou shalt not steal. Uh, you know, stealing ballots everywhere and whatever. That's kind of a very big concern. But listen to this. Google now slapped with sweeping antitrust case by the Department of Justice. Boy, are you likely to get justice now, Kurt? Well, I'm sure that um, whoever's been uh, manipulating the uh, the numbers and the results when you uh, you know search for you know people that, that like, for example, like you you want to search for a news story. I'm sure that all those manipulators at Google are going to be, you know, just trotted in and um, you know summarily uh, jailed. I mean, so who worries you more, the FBI or Google, when it comes to vote fraud, Kurt? Google. That is hard to say. I but, don't even um, know how to know, say. Like, Probably like the FBI Jason, and Google are in bed together on this thing. Is what I would suggest. Well, it seems like they've worked together for a long time. At least the the bad guys there, and and we want to emphasize, ladies and gentlemen, that you know if there's a good guy in Google or a good guy at FBI, we're not talking about those guys. We're talking about the bad guys. Well, and we're talking about the guys that control the organizations to a great degree at the top. You know, your average neighbor that works for the FBI or Google is probably a nice right. person and probably not involved at all. Uh, but the problem is these organizations seem to be corrupt to the core uh, is the problem. Now, if you want to go learn about the election fraud from Google, if you think I'm just all up in the night and all wet on this sucker, then why don't you just go watch the documentary on the Internet for free called The Creepy Line. And you can go ahead and get caught up to what we speak of. And, you know, there you go. And all you got to do is type in FBI provocateur and you'll, well, gain a lot of knowledge on that. The Ammon Bundy case was full of FBI provocateurs. And the government let the FBI case or the case against the Bundys go because they knew that if it all came out, the FBI would be caught red-handed with their hand in the cookie jar. You worried about U.S. scientists? I don't know. They're worried about you. We'll talk about it. Do we reflect about our future and where we as a culture are moving? Do we keep our trust in our jobs, homes, money, 
life necessities, investments, stock markets? Do we believe that our 401ks or other retirements will always be there and that the current economic order will recover? Is the economy going to recover and life return to normal? It ain't gonna happen by a friend of Medjugorje. Whether you are poor, middle class, or rich, it ain't gonna happen. A book of astounding revelations about the present economic order and where we are heading. It ain't gonna happen by a friend of Medjugorje. To order, visit medj.com, spelled M-E-J.com, or call Caritas in the U.S. 205-672-2000. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's gonna do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, you want to handle on the news the networks refuse to use? Liberty Roundtable Live, baby, six days a week, two hours a day, hard-hitting talk. At your fingertips on the Sabbath, we rest. James Edwards, thepoliticalcesspool.org with us. Sam and Kurt on your radio. So you may not have thought too much about the scientists lately, but they're certainly thinking about you. U.S. scientists are now going to fret over increasing numbers who say they will refuse the COVID-19 vaccine. You're probably one of those, aren't you, James? Refuse it? Absolutely. I can't believe a scientist actually said something sensible. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're worried about you not taking the vaccine. Greater numbers are deciding they're not going to do the jab, and they're concerned about you. They love you, Kurt. Well, I understand, uh, you know, their concern, um, you know, and I'm quite concerned about them and their activities. Uh, so I guess the feeling We're is even feeling mutual. Mutual. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, here's what I'd say to the scientists. Do they know that two vaccine trials have been stopped due to things going kind of um, sideways on that? Are they aware of that? And if they're not, well, maybe they ought to get caught up. These folks are scientists. And if they are aware of that and they're concerned about me not taking the jab, but yet all the vaccine trials are going sideways... My question for the scientists is, how dumb are you? Your trials are going horrible. People are getting sick, and you wonder why I don't want to take it? How dumb are these people, James? I'm not trying to be offensive, but I'm being honest. How stupid are you? Well, I'll answer that question in just a moment, but I may have just heard you a second ago. I thought you were saying there was a growing number of scientists who were saying that they wouldn't take a vaccine. I, I must no, no, they're worried about you because you won't take it, my uh, friend. Yeah. You need to get okay, on board and well, take it, buddy. 
Yeah, you know what? I'll be actually honestly surprised to see how many of them actually take. But here's the thing with science. Okay, that that I thought it was a good news story, a rare good news story where there was scientists who were saying something sensible. So I was I was totally wrong in what I heard. Although this certainly makes much more sense. But I'll tell you about science. You know, this whole quote unquote science thing. I'm not anti-science. I mean, God gave us reason and ability to find out things about His creation. I'm pro-science. All right, but here's the thing: science as an industry, corporate science, if you will, is just as corrupt and slavishly devoted to political correctness and whatever trends are out there in society as the media, as academia, as big business, and sadly even as our churches by and large now these days, science is, is completely on board with whatever society deems to be fashionable and trendy. If everyone in society, if the media if the media and their overlords in the media and then the government said, you know what, the world is actually a crime. We all go to science and say, you know, look, evidence, use the evidence. They do that. And that's an, obviously an extreme example, but that's, that's not far from the truth. And you know it's not far from the truth. The biggest example I can give to back up my, my thought here was that what we saw earlier this summer. And I could give you a uh, hundred examples right now, but this one is one of the most recent and one of the most glaring where this whole a uh, collection of the top scientists in the world. You know, they were minted top scientists by the uh, media, so it has to be true. But hundreds of scientists coming out saying simultaneously, why well, you have to wear your mask if you go to the grocery store or church, if you're even allowed to go to church. If you go to any of these places, you've got to wear a mask. But scientifically speaking, COVID cannot spread at a Black Lives Matter riot, even though you've got Thousands upon thousands of people not social distancing, not wearing masks, gazing in all, any number of hardcore felony crimes, uh, it can't spread there. Now, that completely ruins any credibility science may have had, the scientific community, I should say. All right. There you have community. it. Well, speaking of the mask discussion, as you wisely point out, Kurt has an article written by a guy by the name of Luke Funk, and the article headline says this, Mask Patrols will find people refusing to wear face coverings in New York City. Kurt? Well, New York is such a bastion of freedom and liberty and all that kind of stuff. It's uh, really shocking to find any of this going on there with, um, you know, uh, Cuomo and uh, what's the other guy's name anyway? Um, the bottom line is uh, New York is a place to... Um, vacate um in my opinion um that. as quickly as possible ladies and gentlemen uh, you know and uh, we can leave them and let them be a lot more social distanced um they can't social well. distance <laughs> there, that's a lie all right so here's the deal though mask patrols they're gonna have mask patrols running around in new york now here's well, the other interesting I... thing they say they're gonna find people refusing to wear masks how bright of a statement is that you know, you're, you're like, hey, we're, we're going to go on mass patrols. We're likely to find conscientious objectors here. I mean, is that these guys are like brilliant or what? Everywhere you well, go, the you're going to find thing, people refusing masks, Kurt. One thing about it, though, Sam, is you got all those people that are shut down because of the crazy government uh, shutting down all these businesses. So this is at least a new job that people can pick up uh, on the side. I mean, you know, they can say, um, What's your new job, Mask Patrol? You know, I mean, uh, so uh, maybe maybe they've really got it. What do you think, James moved here. to New York and joined the Mask Patrol, buddy? 
you know, that, that you, you said the magic word, move. It's interesting. It is a different world up there where I live. My entire state, the governor of my state, weeks ago, completely dropped the mask ordinance. You don't have to wear a mask anywhere you go, especially in my county. Now, some of the major metropolitan counties that have their own health department, they're still requiring it. But in my county, and I think about 95% of the counties of my state, you don't have to wear a mask. Now, if you go to a store that requires it, and there are very few that do where I live, except for like the major corporate chains like Walmart or, or Kroger, but the mom and pop shops, the mom and pop restaurants, the entire county, you don't have to wear a mask at all. Nobody wears a mask anymore uh, down here. So I mean, this is happening at the same time. You've got the mask patrols up in New York narking you. And that's probably like, uh, you know, another just form of revenue generation, like uh, giving a ticket, a uh, speed ticket to a guy going, you know, five miles over on a main highway. Uh, some of these small towns do that. Uh, they've lost the money because of, of, of this uh, of this shutdown, I see that probably as just some sort of a revenue generation scheme. But uh, in any event, if you don't like it, you can always come to places where people still make sense. That's down here in the South and in places like Utah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. I just found that interesting. Mask patrols. And they're going to find people that aren't wearing <laughs> wearing I mean, masks. It, it does sound crazy. Very, very much sounds like you know communism, Bolshevism. Uh, where your neighbors rat on you and your kids are encouraged to go and tell the commissar if uh, mommy and daddy aren't thinking correctly. I mean, it's coming. Yeah, you can kill your baby. No problem. You're free to go, man. It's a woman's right to choose as she will. (laughs) But yet you don't wear a mask, buddy, and they're going to take you down. That is really the best way to compare and contrast it. I can't think of a better way to do it. All right, there you have it. Now, Rush Limbaugh just came out on his program a couple of days ago. Says that his lung cancer is terminal, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and, you know, a lot of people, the liberals are making fun of Rush. And they're like, hey, glad you're out. And, you know, that yeah. kind of stuff. My prayers are with Rush that he doesn't have pain, that things are as peaceful as could be. You know, I pray for his life, but don't know that I have a lot of confidence. Uh, you know, this guy's got lung cancer, but he's been a cigar smoker for, you know, decades or whatever. And so, you know, it's a sad tale to tell. Uh, our prayers are with him and his family, and I pray for less pain and less struggle and, and trouble for Rush. But I also say, hey, let that be a warning to you younger folks. Don't smoke, and your chances will be better. You won't get lung cancer. Uh, and, you know, um, other than that, our prayers are with his family. Any comment on that, Kurt? You know, one of the things I've enjoyed uh, since his um, um, diagnosis, if you will, and I've tried to watch this closely because, um, uh, well, frankly, people get they get closer to God when uh, things are, you know, tough. And um, now instead of, uh, you know, the callers just uh, saying uh, mega dittos, rush or whatever, then they'll say things like mega prayers. And um, he's 69 years old. Um, you know, he's, he's certainly... Uh, um, I mean, he's accomplished a lot of different things. He he isn't a father, um, and I, you know, kind of feel sad for him about that. Uh, uh, but at least he's um, got a wife now, and uh, you know, I just I like his comments when he says, uh, "I'm just glad when I go to bed that I have been waking up, uh, waking up in the morning, and 
you know, and I'm grateful for that. Um, I'm grateful for all the prayers. I can feel those, and I can feel the strength of that. Um, so that, to me, is uh, about as close as you're going to get Rush Limbaugh promoting religion, I think. Uh, and, um, you know, that's something that I think is uh, really needed in uh, society these days. And the guy's far from perfect, but he will be missed. That's for sure. I mean, I wish he'd stand a whole lot more for God, family, and country also. But you're right about that, hey, when there's a crisis in life, you tend to focus on things that are more important. Hey, what do Nokia and NASA have in common? I'll tell you in a second. Pursuing Liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. New COVID-19 clusters are surging in the Midwest as cases continue to soar nationwide. Coronavirus cases have jumped more than 50% in two weeks in Illinois. If you're getting tired and you've let your guard down, now is the time to pick it back up. Illinois Democratic Governor J.B. Pritzker. Dr. Michelle Prickett with Northwestern Memorial Hospital adding, We feel like professional soccer goalies just trying to keep people safe until their bodies can recover. And it's fine for us to do that when we have a couple balls coming at us. But when it comes to 100, you can't keep all those balls out. That audio, courtesy of NBC's Today Show, stimulus deal talks between House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin are expected to resume later today. Both sides saying progress was made on Tuesday. You're listening to USA Radio News. Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I've been taking vitamins off and on my whole adult life, and I've never seen any change, not like this, not since I've been on balance of nature. I used to take prescription medication for uh, muscle aches and stuff. I don't take that anymore. I wish I would have started it back when I first heard about it on the radio. And if I can give Balance of Nature any advice, keep it out on the radio because I still hear these commercials from time to time, and I'm thinking, you know, you people need to listen up. I mean, I'm over 50, and, you know, your body starts wearing down. But Balance of Nature has literally changed my life. It really has. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code USA. President Trump is continuing his push in battleground states by holding a rally in North Carolina on Wednesday. On Tuesday, the president was in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, you got to get out and vote. You know, if we win Pennsylvania, we win the whole thing. If you want depression, doom and despair, vote for sleepy Joe Biden and boredom. Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden with no scheduled events on Wednesday. On Tuesday, Democratic vice presidential nominee Senator Kamala Harris held a virtual fundraiser. As Joe Biden always says, the thing that is at stake reigning over all of it is the soul of America. Mortgage demand from homebuyers is down for the fourth week in a row. 
Purchase applications fell 2% last week, but remains 26% higher than a year ago. Applications to refinance current mortgages edged up two-tenths of a percent and are 74% higher than this time last year. USA Radio News. All right, back with you live. Sam Bushman, Kirk Cosby, James Edwards on your radio. The org is his website. Every Saturday night, award-winning talk radio. Three hours, Saturday night, and available on demand anytime. Thepoliticalcesspool.org. Also buy his book, Racism, Schmacism. Nokia wins NASA contract. NASA gave Nokia $14.1 million. They're going to go ahead and build a 4G network on the moon. Now, I don't even know how to respond to this kind of thing. First off, Nokia hasn't been really in the mix for quite a long time. They can't even get a cell phone to market hardly that people can buy nowadays. Uh, why on earth would you choose Nokia number one? Well, Sam, because they have incredible behind-the-scenes technology. Uh-huh. So they're going to build a 4G network on the moon when we got 5G coming out. The moon's going to be behind. We're going to use incredible space travel to go, what, 238,000 miles up to the moon. Then we're going to build a yesteryear generation uh, Nokia network, James. What the heck's going on around here? $14 million? I laughed when I heard Nokia. I thought you said Ikea. Nokia, buddy. Like, furnish the moon. (laughs) But (laughs) the. but see, NASA just goes into what we were talking about in an earlier segment. I mean, once you buy into political correctness, I mean, NASA's heyday, if you believe everything that they claim that they accomplished back in the 60s, was, was 60 years ago. I mean, they embarked upon this path where they traded uh, excellence for, quote-unquote, equality, and the results have been predictable. I mean, NASA is now being lapped by private space outfits now. It's all government uh, I guess it's fitting, really, that they went with somebody like Nokia because NASA itself is a relic in its, in its field. Kurt, do you want to respond to this? I mean, I, I'm not even convinced we went to the moon, people. Much less create a 4G network on the moon. Kurt, come on. Is this, is this for well, real? Uh, you know, Sam, it seems like if it's, um, you know, if our government is left to... Um, well, without oversight, et cetera, that we can pretty much spend money. Um, you know, the old phrase was like a drunken sailor. Um, and uh, apologies to sailors. Uh, but anyway, uh, you know, when you when you look at, um, you know, uh, I mean, if somebody said, hey, where would you think would um, be the, you know, worst place to spend more money um, in government? I you know, I I wouldn't even have thought of the moon because I I kind of thought it was off limits, but I guess not, Sam. Well, so, I mean, here's the thing, guys. I mean, just give them the benefit of the doubt for, for the sake of this debate or conversation. They say they did all of that back in the 60s. Why did anything sit? I mean, why did anything sit? <laughs> I mean, what is the purpose of putting 4G on the moon? I guess that doesn't even sound real. I'm telling you, it's in the news all over the place. It's on CNET and everywhere. It's real. What are they going to do with it? I have no idea, but I don't understand why. They say it'll be out by 2022. So the man of the moon can make a phone call now. I don't understand, though. 2022, that's like 
you know, two years away or whatever. I think it, I've got the reason, Seb. Um, yeah. You know, Elon Musk and a number of others, I think, have been talking about, um, you know, establishing, a, I guess you call them, a, you know, residency on the moon. So maybe what's going on is um, they're, you know, working with Nokia, so they'll be the sole provider on the moon. Uh, maybe that's what's happening, you know, Sam. Maybe we need to, maybe we need to send Jeffrey Tubin there. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, I don't know how Can to talk about that. I, I don't know how to respond to this, but there's a couple of headlines. Let me give you the one that's a little more salacious, and then let me give you the one that I'm going to keep. Okay. CNN analyst Jeffrey Tubin suspended after masturbating on a Zoom call. <laughs> the other headline says Jeffrey Tubin suspended from New Yorker and on leave from CNN after he exposed himself on Zoom. Now, the problem with the exposed part is it doesn't really, in my opinion, highlight the gravity of what went on. It wasn't like the guy just got out of the shower and, oh, my goodness, he didn't realize the camera was on. Okay, this is really a a different scenario. It wasn't just kind of an accidental oh my goodness, I didn't realize there was a camera on and I was getting dressed because I had to be at a meeting and then I had to leave and go somewhere and so I was in a hurry. It wasn't an innocent mistake like that uh, by any stretch of the imagination. And so these stories that don't really tell the details almost protect Jeffrey Tubin a little bit. When you understand that he was masturbating on a Zoom call, you understand, you know, you can say it was a horrible mistake, but this was like an intentional act. Maybe just not in the right setting. Anyway, uh, I don't even know how to respond to this kind of stuff, but we probably need to send people like that to the moon uh, for the safety of the rest of us, James. Well, as you can see, you haven't heard the end of him because people like that never pay a price. This is a big guy. He doesn't have a a household name, but he's with CNN, the New Yorker. I think he's going to end up probably getting a book deal out of this uh, incident this week. I did see comically he wrote a book about O.J. Simpson uh, that was made into a miniseries and, you know, pretty pretty well-known piece of work. And O.J. Simpson was even getting the jab at it this week. But, I mean, my God, how could you ever how could you ever show your face again after something like that? But these people are perverts. I mean, they, you know, whether it was intentional or not, if you, you know, this is probably one of the least perverted things he's done. I mean, this is one of those guys. Now his, his uh, buddies are complaining that how dare they take him off the air right before the election. Well, right. Yeah, yeah. So they're going to close ranks with them. I mean, all of these people, I guarantee you, I don't know much about this guy other than what I just said. But if he's got a job at CNN and he's got a job with The New Yorker, that means he's on board with everything that is degenerate and wicked and evil that the media can come up with. And if he goes along with that, you know, that is much more concerning to me than what he's in the news for this week. Kurt, you want to respond to this one? Hmm. This is probably one I don't know that I even want to touch. Uh, the, uh, uh, you know, in the world of Zoom, uh, you know, we have a lot of interesting things going on. This one, uh, at least in my opinion, shows the, uh, well, the quality of the um, kind of people that um, I guess you could say, you know, in inhabit um, CNN and uh, uh, the New Yorker, Sam, I guess, is what I would say about this one. What's funny about this, to the extent that it's funny at all, Kurt uh, is, and Sam, is that he did this for a, a long time. And everybody watching acted like 
they couldn't see it, even though they could. And, and we're watching. They didn't want to bring it up because how do you bring that up? They like watch the whole thing, you know, for for minutes and minutes and minutes. <laughs> and then only after the fact that uh, I mean, bizarre stuff. Yeah, and you would think somebody would, even if you didn't want to get into the details, you'd be like, Jeff, Jeff, listen to me, Jeff, your monitor's on, buddy. You need to, uh, you know, you'd think somebody would at least say that. But here's my take on the whole thing. I agree with Kurt that, you know what, this just shows the mentality of and the behavior of the people that we're dealing with here. You know, they all have this rock star status. They all think they're above uh, the law. They're above morality. They're above God's law. They can do whatever they want with women or whatever they want anywhere, anytime. And there's no repercussions or whatever else. My question is this. Why is this guy just suspended, not arrested, first of all? If you did that in public, you'd be arrested, right? Well, that, that's, that's what O.J. Simpson said. He said at least Pee Wee Herman was in an X-rated theater and, you know, relative uh, privacy. But, you know, what's, what's delicious about this is that uh, these creeps were having this huge Zoom call to plan their election night coverage. So I, I thought there was something, you know, interesting about that. While they were planning on what they could do to hurt the country and, and further, you know, the narrative and the propaganda that they pushed, and this election night coverage that this uh, – media group was planning. I mean, here, here's one of their lead guys like this, and, and nobody nobody even says anything. So I don't understand why the guy's not really arrested for this, but let's just take it a step further and say this. You know, we need to encourage morality here, and I, I don't mean to attack this guy. I think he, he probably needs some mental help and assistance. Uh, he's got an addiction or whatever else that uh, obviously can't be controlled by Jeff. And, uh, you know, what we, What he really needs to do is step down, return to his wife and his family, and he needs to get the help that he needs. And, you know, this is where we just need to let people like this go. And we need to set an example to say, hey, we don't want this guy back. We don't want this guy reporting and giving us the, quote, truth on air. This isn't a guy that deserves to be front and center to the American people anymore. He deserves to have forgiveness. He deserves to change his life and to repent and all those kind of things. So we don't need to abuse the poor guy about it. He's got a a sickness and he needs help. But I bring this all up because we don't need this guy in front of us anymore. You know what they'll do is they'll, you know, set him aside for six months. And then just like all the other abusers and and, uh, strangeness in the media by our so-called leaders, they'll bring the guy back in some capacity. Right. And, And this is what we don't need. Kurt. Well, uh, you know, Jeffrey Tubin, I, I mean, in the quality <laughs> of the media, I, I just don't know what else to uh, add, Sam. I mean, we're, we're at uh, high points in uh, well, society. Well, you're for the guy to repent sure. and go back to his family and, and work on forgiveness, right? Yeah, if he's got a family, I mean, I don't get that. He's got a wife. I'm not sure if she'll stay around or what. But anyway, there you have it. Let's talk about education, shall we? You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not 
need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. Have we realized the assault against our lives, our liberties, our faith? To defeat this assault, Christians and all people of goodwill should have strategies to prevail in our faith and principles, which are simple. No need for a complex formula. One goal, one aim. A strategy like the heroic Christians of the past. We win, they lose. Nothing less. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm by a friend of Megagoria. The strategy of heaven revealed. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm. Available on Amazon.com or by calling Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. You are listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live, Kirk Crosby, James Edwards, the politicalcesspool.org, and yours truly breaking it down just for you, leaving the Jeffrey Tubin story alone, ladies and gentlemen, after hoping he'll go home to his wife and get some forgiveness and repentance and praying for Rush Limbaugh, that's how we roll on this program. Now, <clears throat> by the way, this is a CNN analyst. You know, I don't know that I agree with this guy on anything, but nevertheless, I pray for his repentance and forgiveness and change and he just needs to go home and get some help that's all and he doesn't really belong in the limelight that's for sure how about the education department they issued a they just released a new report so the education department released a new report that concluded that top u.s universities massively underreported their involvement with foreign adversaries, including China and Russia, according to the Associated Press. Now, did you hear me? Big universities now had all kinds of dealings and funding and whatever else with communists in Russia and China, and they lied about it. They underreported. They were dishonest. So while we've been spending the last couple of years saying Donald Trump is in bed with the Russians, flat-out lie, turns out the only people that were really in bed with the Russians, not counting Hillary Clinton, and the Chinese, not counting uh, Joe Biden, are, are the government-funded, taxpayer-funded universities. Listen to the details. Then we'll have James and Kurt comment on this. The department's probe looked into 12 schools, including Harvard, Yale, Stanford, and Georgetown universities. Now, I don't know if these people at these educational institutions are intelligent enough to know that they were breaking the law, but there you have it. Harvard, Yale, Stanford, and Georgetown. And it revealed that most of the schools had financial dealings with Chinese tech giant. How do you say that thing? Hawaii. Or Hawaii. H-U-A-W-E-I. Hawaii or whatever. Yeah. Hayway, Hayway. They've gone right. haywire. 
Anyway, so they had dealings with this group, which officials have determined there's a threat to U.S. national security. So remember, I've been telling you that these things are a threat to national security, and no one's been listening to me. But another school, believe it or not, had direct ties to the Chinese Communist Party, while others literally had dealings with the Russian government, not to mention institutions in Saudi Arabia and Qatar. Universities, by the way, are required by law to disclose all contracts and gifts from foreign sources that alone or combined are $250,000 or greater in a calendar year. But the department only recently began enforcing the statute despite it being decades old. Let me come back to that line. But the department only recently began enforcing the statute, despite it being decades old, another good news piece for Donald Trump, huh? The department described higher education institutions as multi-billion dollar, multinational enterprises using opaque foundations, foreign campuses, and other sophisticated legal structures to generate this ill-gotten Revenue. Yeah. Anyway, over $6.5 billion has been failed to report. It goes on and on. Not only were they uh, getting this money, but they were actively soliciting it. From the Communist Party, from Chinese threat big tech firms. They call it pervasive non-compliance from universities. Universities say they sought to follow the law. The problem is they weren't given enough guidance, don't you know? Now, I look at a story like this and I go, didn't like, what's her name, Lori Laughlin or whatever her name is, either. Didn't they all go to jail because they had a little bit of, oh, my gosh, I paid a couple of bucks and got my daughter into school? And now this, and they're like, well, we didn't have enough guidance from the government. We tried to comply, but we couldn't. (laughs) $6.5 billion of criminal activity at the top universities in the nation. Um, I don't even hear any heads rolling over this at all, James. It um, doesn't surprise me when you factor in how criminally corrupt our education system is and our institutions of higher learning, that they would be looking for any way to pad their endowment that they could. But I I wonder why China would want to give any money to the American university system, because if their goal is to uh, use it as a way to deconstruct one of the pillars of our society. I mean, America is doing a better job of imploding itself. Our education system is doing a better job of uh, uh, being subversive to to the uh, best uh, interest of our nation than any foreign government ever could. I I understand why universities would want more money, their greed and their corruption, but why would would any of these other governments want to give their money uh, to to something? All they got to do is sit back and watch the show. Well, what about this idea, Kurt, where they claimed uh, Donald was involved with the Russians for a couple of years? It turns out that it was the universities of our nation. Projection. 
Well, Sam, in the uh, Washington Examiner piece about it, um, you know, uh, they say the uh, Education Department revealed this summer that schools have anonymized. I, I don't know what that word means, but I Did guess you look it's it up on Google where you history? have, well, it's, I think it's where if you have a, an anonymous gift, you know, you don't, you don't tell anybody where it's from or whatever, uh, you know, then you just write that's uh, anonymous, you know. But they say $8.4 billion in foreign money and that since 2010, colleges and universities have hidden the true source. Hmm, that would be like criminal, right? Uh, kind of like you said about Lori Laughlin thing. Hidden the true source of at least $600 million from China, $268 million from Qatar, $205 million from Saudi Arabia, and $75 million from Russia. Mm, there's your Russia connection thing, Sam. Um, and they say the Education Department announced individual investigations into foreign funding and possible illicit foreign ties at Georgetown University. You mentioned that. Texas A&M, uh, Cornell, Rutgers, Massachusetts Institute of Tem Technology, or MIT, as people know it, the University of Maryland, Harvard University, Yale University, the University of Texas, Case Western Reserve University, Stanford, and Fordham University. That's a long list of them. But, you know, in defense of these universities, so Sam, I, got an idea. I will say this. What if we just shut down yeah. all the universities due to criminal activity? I mean, you can't even go to their institutions anyway because of the COVID. So why don't we just shut them down and refund the taxpayers, Kurt? Well, I was just going to say, though, Sam, in defense of them, um, you know, they, they might have heard that um, China was uh, one of our most favored nation trading partners. Um, yeah. and so they, <laughs> what about uh, the NBA? They're involved probably. just as much. So who else is there involved? You go. Now, I got to give Donald Trump credit, though. And this it, has been on the books for decades. They say it's never been enforced, but now it's being enforced. And that's why the report comes out as we investigate uh, these foreign national security problematic ties. Kurt and then James. Well, I couldn't agree more, Sam. Um, you know, uh, there's certainly much more that we would always hope. Um, I mean, when you read the Constitution, you look at what the idea of good government, you always hope for everything. As I've said many times, you go after Moby Dick in a rowboat and take the tartar sauce with you. Uh, but in this case, um, <laughs> I prefer a you know, um, you. you're, you're trying to basically... You know, bring what what we've seen over the last I don't know 200 years of out of control, increased growth in government, um, and um, the president said many times that the swamp is much much deeper than he ever thought. Amen to that. Kurt's got a headline for you too. Uh, speaking of the communist Chinese, China sells authoritarianism as what salvation from embarrassing chaotic debate, Kurt. Well, yeah, you remember in the first uh, debate, Sam, that, um, you know, uh, people were saying that, oh, it wasn't very civil. And, uh, you know, there was people saying shut up and all these different things. And, you know, Only people, Joe Biden. Um, uh, people, yeah, well, uh, but, you know, interrupting and stuff like that. And the Chinese communists said, hey, look, we've got the solution for that. Uh, here in China, you don't even have to have uh, disagreements because now they didn't say this part, but, you know, you could look 
way down deep in the story, and even though it wasn't written there, you could figure this out. But if there is anybody, uh, you know, going against the leader, um, they're not around very much. Uh, in fact, they kind of what they lovingly referred to as they disappear them. Um, so you yeah, know, they meet Peter before uh, they're ready, don't they, Kurt? Yeah, that's right. Good point. All right, uh, so there you go. Uh, so that's the kind of people that we're going ahead and take all this money for our universities for to educate our children, don't you know, James? Well, again, the amount of damage that universities and colleges in this country have, have done to God, family, and, and country is incalculable. So if, uh, if there's something on the books that the Trump administration has uncovered that will in some ways uh, give them um, – a little bit of a comeuppance. I'm all for it. So this is an interesting story. I haven't heard anything about this before. But, of course, I learn every time I tune into Liberty Roundtable. Of course you do. That's why we are the one and only Liberty Roundtable live. And, <laughs> Kurt, now Judge blocks President Donald Trump's administration effort to fund immigration services, right? Well, yeah, Sam. And, uh, you know, we see this so many times uh, with the president. Um, and uh, he's, he's certainly confirming a, a lot of what I'd hope for to be good judges, but you know, there's a whole lot of judges and uh, lawyers that are what we'd call um, less than uh, uh, favorable to America. The headline, this one from World Net Daily says, uh, Judge Blocks Trump Administration Effort to Fund Immigration Services. Uh, so, you know, you, you just, it just seems like it's, um, Everywhere, opposition, I guess the phrase opposition and all things, you know, kind of makes you understand it a little better. Well, there you have it. Do you want to respond to this? It's interesting. Um, at the start of President Trump's uh, presidential campaign, uh, he started talking about immigration. Uh, and it was big in the news, everything. And then it kind of went out of the news forever. And now it's back in the news right when the reelection campaign happens. President Trump trying to go ahead and fund immigration services and being shut down by a judge. James, you get the final word this hour, sir. Past this prologue, that's how his administration started. Some obscure judge from nowhere, or either uh, Hawaii or New Jersey. I mean, some circuit you've never heard of. Apparently has more power than the president. I remember that four years ago, and here we are at the very end of uh, his first term, perhaps his only term. And, uh, well, they're still doing it, aren't they? Hour one in the can, hour two coming up. James Edwards with us both hours. You want to check out his incredible talk show every Saturday night or on demand at your fingertips? All right, thepoliticalcesspool.org to get that done. Buy his book, Racism, Smashism, while you're at it. He'll be with Sam and Kurt second hour, and we declare we the people, along with the race of the Almighty, can restore America. Will you help? LovingLiberty.net, God save the Republic. Live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kirk Crosby live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt continues now. This is the broadcast for October 21st in the year of our Lord, 2020. This is hour two of two. In an hour one, we covered 11 riveting 
cherry-picked stories just for you, ladies and gentlemen, as we promote God, family, and country and protect life, liberty, and property everywhere we go 24-7. We're live on the air six days a week, two hours a day on the Sabbath. We rest. Hour two. News the networks refuse to use starts now. Kirk Cosby's with me. James Edwards is with me. ThePoliticalCesspool.org is his website. Check out his award-winning program every Saturday night and on demand at your fingertips. Three hours of riveting talk radio in addition to the 12 hours Liberty Roundtable Live puts together every week, ladies and gentlemen. So check this out. Dr. Deborah Brooks is now actively trying to get Dr. Scott Atlas removed from the White House Coronavirus Task Force. It's a meltdown since Scott Atlas came, they say. Uh, They say this guy doesn't go along with anything. You got to applaud Dr. Scott Atlas and what the heck's going on with Deborah Brooks, Kurt, or Burks, Kurt. Well, it just um, illustrates, I think, Sam, uh, more of the whole idea that says, you know, I mean, we've been told, hey, all the scientists, they're just all on board. They all, you know, just lock, stock, and barrel. They, you know, go the same way, and they don't, uh, Sam. And and I um, appreciate uh, the opportunity to at least hear maybe at least two sides of the issue, Um Whereas typically we're just pumped with uh, the big pharma, um, you know, that whole uh, solution is the only solution. And it's kind of one case or one situation, uh, one time when I'm a little bit more pro-China than I am, you know, pro, if you're talking about big pharma America. Um, you know, remember a while back, the Chinese would talk about, uh, they had a term for it, it seemed like, and I'm trying to remember the name, but you know, what it came down to was, um, herbs and different things like that, that the Chinese would suggest were good ways of, uh, remaining and staying healthy. And I, you know, find myself there a lot more. How are you going to sell big pharma with with that going on? That's a great point, Sam. It kind of ruins the economy. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. good point. So what do you think about that? James Edwards, Dr. Deborah Burks, trying to get Dr. Scott Atlas removed. Uh, So, look, uh, Scott Atlas going ham on the coronavirus task force, and um, looks like Donald Trump going ham on Fauci right now. They're under fire, and they want to get rid of Scott Atlas to – well, they just want one message coming out. That is, you're going to kill everybody, James. You better lock down and be afraid. The whole idea driven by fear, sir. I, I, if there is a comparable example to what we've endured this year in all of recorded history, I'd sure like to find it. The CDC itself just reported as late as August, just a few weeks ago, that if you contract so-called coronavirus, you have a 99-point-some-odd percent of surviving it. If you're in the most at-risk category, which is, you know, 70-plus with comorbidities, you've got a 94% chance of surviving it. So, again, it comes back to what we've been talking about all year. Why, why, why are they blowing this up? And I guess, you know, there, there are some answers to that. But the, the bigger question is, why have so many of our fellow citizens Gone along with it. I mean, just taking whatever they hear from a criminally corrupt media, a criminally corrupt 
talking heads that represent these institutions, the scientific establishment, and going along with it. I mean, God gave us the ability to reason and, and gave us logic and all of these things. And I mean, being being so cowed and, and so easily uh, manipulated is is a real indictment to our fellow man. But uh, to your to your question, no, it's good. It's good. It's Kurt, Kurt nailed it. There are good people in science. We're not anti-science. We're just anti-establishment science, which is obviously lying to us. We don't want to be lied to. Well, and we're uh, anti the we're anti the kind of science though that says, hey, we're not going to even listen to a Dr. Scott Atlas. He was he was the the cat's meow in terms of credentials until this happened. Now he's supposedly what well, Prasada Nangrata. You can't even touch this guy because he's not even you credible. Know, and that's why what Sam. That's why. That's why you, 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 you nailed it right there. That is why it appears as though science speaks with one voice. It's the same reason why media speaks with one voice. Because if you have a guy like a Sean Bergen, you know, our good friend who was formerly in the New York media, New York, New Jersey media, and, and you deviate from the script one bit, you're out. Uh, you're, you're, you're outed by your peers. You're kicked out of the polite company. You're out of a job. And it's the same way in science. So for any of these scientists who uh, do come to logical conclusions and dare speak the truth, like this Atlas uh, guy, well, now look at it. Now he's fighting for his life, fighting for his position. So that's why so many of them, so many, that's really the answer. Everybody's looking after number one. Nobody wants to be ostracized or passed out. So they're going to go along with the herd. It's sick. Yes, it is. By the way, the coronavirus has left nothing untouched, as you know. Uh, But it looks like mother's milk is now in the crosshairs, Kurt. Is this that story about um, mother's milk being a, a solution for it, Sam? Is well, that, it all depends the, on the, you know, you got to read the whole headline. Mother's milk. Solution. Mother's oh, there milk. it is. I see it. Yeah, from WorldNet Daily. And uh, you're not going to find this hardly anywhere else, but uh, it says it's under the food for thought section. Mother's milk could help fight coronavirus, study finds. Some health authorities have warned that breastfeeding could spread. COVID. So, you know, I mean, darned if you do and darned if you don't, right, Sam? I mean, well, what's the truth? That's all I'm after. That's right. The issue is honesty. And I would simply suggest that um, it's probably pretty much uh, a sure thing to count on God's uh, um, system of feeding babies, a pretty good system. You know what I mean? Well, they say the younger you are, the less likely Corona is to affect you negatively, right? Well, the CDC said they they listed in that 99.9% survival category the ages 0 through 19. That was the top tier. The lowest tier was got a 94% chance. So 0 would count count newborns as well, presumably. And 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 Kurt stole my thunder. That's God's remedy. You know, breast milk has been used for all sorts of things. Uh, as a healing what I think you need to use just... is big formula. Formula that'd probably be okay to prevent the corona. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. I, I by the way, I'm just gonna say. By the way, uh, this was done by some Chinese researchers, so I <laughs> thought it was uh, a Beijing University. Uh, you know, was where they yeah. They're probably funded out, by so. us, the Beijing University. They fund us. Good and we chance. fund them. You know. Yeah. That's hey, you know that's true. a good How do we get some Beijing money? Around here, well, you quit mm-hmm. feeding your baby's form or uh, breast milk, and you move to formula. Would be a good start, James. 
Well, you know, I, I mentioned at the top of the show, I've got that two-week-old here, and uh, you know, of course, he's receiving 100% of our sustenance from uh, you know God's natural way. Um, and yeah, but I mean, it's, <laughs> anything natural and healthy is going to be. You know, this is this this is the point. Anything natural and healthy and God ordained is made out to be sickly and backwards and wrong. Uh, no matter what it is, no matter if it's a man and a wife being married, no matter if it's mother and milk, whatever, this is, you know, all of our institutions of power are, are on board with that. But if it's degenerate, if it's unhealthy, uh, such as, you know, I, I don't want to compare apples and oranges here, but just transgenderism, this mutilation, you know, Joe Biden and the, the debate, uh, or the town hall saying eight-year-olds need to be backed by law to have the authority to, to consent to what gender they believe they are and move forward with these surgeries at that young age. I mean, this is, this is it. So, yeah, I mean, if that science, boy. Heaven help us, from. ladies and gentlemen. By the way, they can, um, every headline has a controversy, though. Hey, breast milk's good for you. Could help with the corona. Oh, breast milk's going to give everybody the corona. This is the subterfuge that they're using to deceive everyone, right? Well, that's that's right. In this uh, in this uh, study, though, if you look into it a little deeper, um, Beijing University of Chemical Technology is where the uh, professor. Tong Yigang is who led this team. And uh, they say researchers found that whey proteins in cow and goat milk could also inhibit the coronavirus. They were less effective, they say about 70%, as compared to human breast milk that was nearly 100%. So, you know, um, I mean, maybe... Uh, Maybe that would be part of uh, the Melania, um, what um, treatment? Um, she, um, you know, goes a little bit more for the natural compared to President Trump and getting all the remdesivir or whatever. Uh, but uh, I mean, imagine in the future, where do you get your um, good stuff? Well, start with mom, you know. Well, what you got to do is you got to attack mom and everything she provides. That way, you can destroy society. See. There you go. Mother is the heart of the family, and uh, I'm not saying fathers aren't important as well. I'm just saying, hey, you strike the women. You uh, strike the hand that rocks the cradle, and uh, you can destroy uh, forevermore. And they know that, and so I think that's kind of their goal. But don't worry. All computers are completely shut down, Kurt. Well, yeah, this is a WorldNet Daily Peace uh, headline, as you said. Uh, all computers are completely shut down. Major U.S. hospital chain hit by ransomware attack. I would say things are as bad as they've ever been. Worse, in fact, is the quote. Mm-hmm. Oh. Hospital chains hit by ransomware. Why are hospital chains on the Internet? Can I ask you that question? Good question, sir. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues that affect the American West, its people, lifestyles, lands, and wildlife. The Loving Liberty Radio Network is proud to support the publisher's efforts to provide an active forum for solutions that preserve the vanishing American cowboy, farmer, and sheep herder. Each issue contains informative articles on life in the American West, along with breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of the cowboy spirit in our day. 
Each issue of Range Magazine also features great gift ideas, like the 2020 Real Buckaroo Calendar and the book Tales from Out There. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Just click on the shopping cart. The Loving Liberty Radio Network salutes the spirit of the American West and those who are keeping it alive at Range Magazine. for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man but by God. The foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3, founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. All right, they want you to believe that Google is getting attacked. Google slap with sweeping antitrust case by the Department of Justice. We talked about that a little bit last hour, but I don't believe it for one second. The government built Google. Okay, big universities in bed with big tech, in bed with the military, built big tech, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So when they say all computers are completely shut down, major U.S. hospital chain got ransomware attack. That's just the tip of the iceberg, ladies and gentlemen. The next headline tells it all. Big data software got its start with the CIA, Kurt. Well, Sam, uh, I know you've been telling us about this for a long time. But I just thought you'd appreciate a story that, well, just, you know, backed up what you say and um apparently um at least some sources are um, well agreeing with you sam well they all have to agree if they want the truth kurt because it's factual it's not debatable oh, yeah. okay it isn't sam's right it's just the truth okay look big data all got started with the cia if you don't believe me go look at the cia's corporation what's it called inqtel mm-hmm Good point. All right, go study that, and you'll figure it all out. Look, Inkutel and the CIA, black op money have been bed with, in bed with the universities, the military, and big tech for generations. And so if you believe they're really going to get to the bottom of this Google thing, you're up in the night. What they're going to do is they're going to slap Google on the hand. Uh, they might even throw a couple of people in jail so you feel like they're getting to the bottom of it. But this was hatched from the start to be like this. This isn't something like new where the government's going, oh, my goodness, how did this all happen? It happened from the CIA. It happened from secret black op government money. That's how it happened. If you don't believe me, go watch stories like the creepy line. Uh, there's all kinds of researchers who have documented this. 66 ways from Sunday. James? However it was intended to, to be, there's no doubt about it now. Big tech has more power uh, you could say that the government certainly more than the, the Trump-controlled administration and the Republicans uh, in, in the Senate. Uh, the, the whole thing with Facebook and 
Twitter and uh, you know, shutting down the Hunter Biden story. I mean, that's clear election tampering. And uh, the Republicans that hauled them in, uh, I, I believe back around the midterms, they hauled Jack Dorsey in for some show cloud to make it look as though they were doing something. You have rampant deplatforming. I mean, it really is a public utility. Uh, the the uh, utility company can't cut off your water and your power because they disagree with your political beliefs. Uh, but they are just running roughshod over the Trump administration. He's been impotent to stop it. Let me just document this for you so you get a handle. If you guys all want to debate what I'm saying, come on, I'll take every one of you on. Ready? Incutel, that's I-N-Q-T-E-L, Incutel, the CIA's tax-funded player in Silicon Valley, NPR.org, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right? So there you have it. Eye-opener, exposing Incutel, the CIA's player in big tech. All right? Incutel, how the CIA morphed. All right, it goes on and on and on and on. You go study it and you'll find out what big tech has acquired from Incutel, the CIA's VC arm. That's venture capital, don't you know? Incutel, strategic investor that accelerates big tech. All right, IQT.org. All right, it goes on and on and on. Ink you tell portfolio. Check it out. Other than that, it's not so bad, huh? Anyway, all I'm telling you is big data has been created by the CIA and by your government. And they've been literally engineering the Internet to eventually force absolute dictatorial control. And now Google's kind of out of hand and they're going, hey, we're going to have the government look into Google there and get to the bottom of it. The only reason government's getting into the middle of that is so they can literally put the lid on it, control the outcome, uh, prosecute a couple of small potato players so that you feel like they've got it done. Just like the eugenics system of yesteryear tied into Hitler. We were involved as all get out back in the day then, too. All they're going to do is let a few low-level people go, go, oh, what a horrible shame Google got off the rails. Don't worry, we fixed it idea, and they'll just take it underground. But make no mistake, big data software got to start with a CAA. InQtel proves the point. And now Verizon is scrambling. To unload the Huffington Post, as losses mount. Hey, are you going to buy the Huffington Post there, James? <laughs> What's the going rate for it these days? How much, Kurt, for the Washington Post? Well, I mean, uh, this is the Huffington, or Huffington Post. Huffington Post, sorry, yeah. The, in, in that case, uh, it seemed like Washington when the Post Washington Post was... Jeff Bezos, he ain't letting that sucker go, is he? Yeah, but I think back when he bought it, it was uh, so many millions, but they said it was worth like a dollar or something like that. Uh, but, you know, um, you know, you look at the Huffington Post, I, I'm sure that that thing comes with a whole bunch of, uh, um, well, liabilities, Sam. And so I'd say it'd be worth less than... Um, well, a dollar? less than a dollar, yeah. No, Kurt, come on now. It reaches millions, my friend. Right. And, uh, you know, I mean, you certainly can't do that in another way. And, and, and those that are reaches, are those the ones you want to reach, Sam? Not me, no. But, you know, the Huffington Post has breaking news, buddy, don't you know? Yeah. Breaking it down at the Huffington Post. Yeah. You can learn about M Meghan Markle. 
Isn't that amazing, though, uh, that they're owned by Verizon, though? You know, Sam, I mean, you just look at that and you think. <laughs> and then then that Megan, uh, the Marvel story that you're talking about, um, I don't know if you've heard about that, James, but uh, you Marvel, the, you know, the comic guys, um, they've got a new, um, well, a new hero or whatever you want to call it, um, uh, let's see, it says, Marvel cast newcomer in role of its first su Muslim superhero, Ms. Marvel. And guess what her name is? I, I, I can't guess, because you can't say her, Kurt. Oh, yeah, okay, well, thinking. anyway, her name is Kamala Khan. Ooh. Oh, man. Kamala God. Khan, you got to like that. Right now, here's a uh, story from the Huffington Post that you know about. Headline says, Irresponsible Eric Trump slammed for a high-fiving, shaking hands, and oh, yeah. interacting with maskless voters. That's the kind oh, of stellar yeah. reporting you get from the Huffington Post there, James. We better buy it and pull it out of, uh, what, bankruptcy or whatever? I don't think it's in bankruptcy, but I think it's um, certainly melting down. I wonder how much it's selling for. Well, uh, too much, I can, I can promise you. But, but, yeah, you know, stories like that, again, the hypocrisy of the media, every time they open their mouth, they're, they're, they're engaged in it, but they never trip themselves up over it, that's for sure. I uh, saw where Donald Trump, of course, uh, walked out of a 60 Minutes interview, and that's really one of the things I've never understood, why he would continue to grant access to these thugs. But uh, one of the points he made was that the person interviewing him was walking around the White House the entire time not wearing a mask. So this uh, agent of the, of the controlled press, uh, this woman that was conducting the 60 Minutes interview that's going to feature the president and Joe Biden coming up, walked around the whole White House without, without a mask on. Now, I don't have a problem with that, of course. I, I don't believe the mask is necessary, and I believe that they're silly. But here's the same press that was absolutely crucifying the president for walking around his own house without a mask. And yet one of their agents come in, and she's willy-nilly all over the place without a mask. And then there's something the post story you're talking about, bashing Eric Trump for not wearing a mask. Well, it's bad when the president doesn't wear one, but when their people don't, I guess, you know, with nothing to see here. Well, and they even had an agreement with the vice presidential debate that because the uh, vice presidential candidates weren't wearing masks on the stage, that the spouses would go up not wearing masks either. And so Mrs. Pence rolls up there without a mask per the agreement ahead of time. And then they abused her for it and saying, how dare you? What's wrong with you? And, yeah. of course, Kamala's first man or whatever the heck that dude would be. <laughs> uh, this guy literally wears a mask. And so then they start mocking Mrs. Pence over this thing. And I think, you know, these people are an absolute disgrace. Well, and you know, for, that, that's interesting. So they set her up to fail. They, they both agreed that they wouldn't wear masks, and one puts one on, they leave her out to the, to the original agreement, and then make, you know, they try to make her look bad. But again, here they go, this anchor at 60 Minutes going in, not wearing one herself. Uh, but, you know, this next debate, which is, to, what, like tomorrow? I mean, that's crazy. Tomorrow, the election is a week, uh, pretty much. And, you know, they're going to have a, a, a buzzer for Trump this time. They cut his mic. I mean, my well, and they're going to cut the mics during the debate, too, coming up. That'll be an interesting twist, to say the least, as well. Just right. just a quick footnote on the uh, Huffington Post thing. Uh, yeah. It was part of the uh, deal that Verizon did back in 2015 when they bought a, another real winner, AOL. Um, 
and I just don't get it. But, you know, I guess some of these big media things, uh, big operations, they just have way too much money and they got to spend it, huh, Sam? Amen to that. Speaking of that, let's talk about Nolte, an author. First talks about Feinstein and then about Whole Foods. We'll do it in seconds. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. President Trump continuing his busy week of campaigning, the president spending part of his day on Wednesday in the battleground state of North Carolina, where the polls essentially show him tied with former Vice President Joe Biden. On Tuesday, the president was in Pennsylvania. It's a choice between our plan to kill the virus or Biden's plan to kill the American dream, and that's what he'd be doing. Biden will delay therapies, postpone the vaccine, prolong the pandemic, close your schools, shut down our country. And by the way, Pennsylvania's been shut down long enough. Get your governor to open up Pennsylvania. House Democrats and the Trump administration are continuing talks on a new coronavirus stimulus plan. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. The product that you have given me here is, as far as I'm concerned, sent to me from heaven. I love it a great deal. It's hard to find anything that's real nowadays. I enjoy it immensely. It's making my life so much better. I feel so much better. And during this pandemic, I have no worries whatsoever. My immune system has got to be at a top-notch level. I don't seem to get colds or anything. I don't know what getting sick is anymore. This is so cool. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751. Or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code USA. Former President Barack Obama will be campaigning on behalf of Joe Biden in Pennsylvania on Wednesday. Obama will be hosting a driving car rally in Philadelphia Wednesday morning. On Tuesday, Obama encouraging everyone on his Facebook page to vote. We can come out of this moment stronger than before. In times as polarized as these, your vote doesn't just matter. It matters more than ever before. A Republican staffer says the Senate Judiciary Committee delayed a vote to subpoena the heads of Facebook and Twitter due to a procedural issue. Iowa Republican Senator Chuck Grassley saying we need to hear from Mark Zuckerberg and Jack Dorsey as soon as possible. The First Amendment is in jeopardy here because so many people, particularly younger people, depend upon Twitter and Facebook to get their information. Senator Grassley speaking there on Fox News. More news online at usaradio.com. This is USA Radio News. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. All right, the author Nolte's in the news. Kurt has details. Well, yeah, the headline reads, um, in this case, um, Whole Foods CEO under, under Diane fire. Feinstein, because we're on the masks discussion, Kurt. Oh, first. that's right. Sorry, that was a nulty one. 
I flipped um, it around for you because it was along the top that you right. were talking about, right? There, there he is. Diane Feinstein busted not wearing mask after demanding mask mandate. Um, but, you know, remember, Sam, um, those rules are for the lower quality people, um, not for people <laughs> like Diane Feinstein. And that whacked out governor from California says, put your mask on between bites of food. I think the paparazzi needs to follow around that Governor Newsom and see if that guy's actually doing that. If not, go ahead and get some snapshots of that sucker with a mask off, uh, you know, between bites and stuff like that. We need the paparazzi, James. I that That's extreme to the extreme, wearing it between bites of food. How disgusting. All right. Speaking of that, bites of food, whole foods in the news. Nolte as well, Kurt. Well, that's right, Sam, a whole food CEO. Um, you know, this guy would be one of those politically correct guys, but uh, whole food CEO under fire for connecting American obesity to coronavirus deaths. I guess he was talking with the uh, New York Times. Guy's last name is Mackey. Uh, he said some people have been moving in the right direction and the majority of people in the wrong direction. We can see that through the way people eat today versus the way they ate 50 or 60 years ago. And he says, statistically, we definitely moved in the wrong direction. The whole world's getting fat. It's just like the uh, federal budget. It's just that Americans are at the leading edge of that. He says, we're getting fat and we're getting sicker, by the way. I mean, there's a very high correlation between obesity and coronavirus deaths. And one of the reasons the United States has had more of a problem with coronavirus is simply that the comorbidities like diabetes, heart disease, high blood pressure, they're just higher in the U.S. Now, uh, I guess the uh, New York Times didn't really like that. And so they uh, basically fat shamed him, um, you know, and stuff like that. But I just thought it was interesting, Sam, uh, the Whole Foods guys kind of telling you, we should eat better. We've talked about that for quite a while. Sounds like he kind of agrees with Melania. Wow. Do you want to respond to this, James? Well, I mean, it's certainly... <laughs> uh, talk about hypocrites. Uh, I guess it would probably be good to eat uh, healthy. I, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> you know, Whole Foods certainly presents themselves as the people to go get that all-natural goodness, but that's about the only thing healthy about them. I mean, they, they stand uh, with the left and lockstep on just about everything else. But on this one, every blind hawk can find his acorn from time to time, as they say. There you have it. It's hard to know how to respond to some of this stuff. Well, at least one of the things you can take away here, I I really appreciate Nick Nolte, or it's not Nick Nolte, but uh, this guy, last name <laughs> Nolte, that writes for Breitbart. Um, but in this case, you know, he's, he's bringing up the fact that, see, they tell you that the New York Times tells you, well, you got to be a rich guy to eat healthy. And, um, you know, <laughs> He points out that, hey, you know, you uh, you can basically just go and buy healthy things. You don't have to buy them at Whole Foods. Uh, uh, you can get them from your local farmer and that kind of thing. And he points out that back in, uh, what, World War II times or whatever, most people were pretty thin, uh, Sam. And yet, uh, you know, they, I mean, they went out and got a, they had a chicken out back and they had some eggs and milked a cow and, you know, kind of that kind of stuff. But, um, hey, the world we live in is a little different now. 
There you have it. All right, going straight to fact check. Joe Biden says Obama, Biden left Trump. A booming economy, but then Donald caused a recession. Kurt? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it's it's kind of cool to see these stories where the emperor says, hey, uh, everybody says the emperor's wearing new clothes, and you, you look at him and you're like, hmm, looks buck naked to me. And so, you know, this is a perfect example of that, right, in our time. James? Want to respond to that one? Yeah, all I can say is I'm in agreement. What else can I say? Well, you can say you wish you were, you know, able to go ahead and bring the economy out of the recession, don't you? Yeah, well, I'll tell you, certainly the agents of uh, the line of thought of Obama and Biden uh, that, (laughs) I mean, how can he? Anybody that wants to shut down the entire world over something that doesn't have a a lethality above and beyond the common cold isn't going to be good for the economy. I mean, uh, you have to say that that's a strong point for Trump, but it's not really one that comes up. You know, I I was looking at the topics uh, scheduled for the next debate, and it's once again the stuff that's in – Joe Biden's honeypot. You know, they are staying away entirely from the issues that Trump might have the upper hand on. And, and now that they put a muzzle on him with this uh, kill switch, well, we'll see how it goes. But, I mean, tomorrow is important, and I wish he would he would talk more about this issue. I mean, I, I first wish he would talk more about immigration. I mean, that's what got him elected in the first place. But jobs in the economy is huge, and that that was a big thing for the people in the Rust Belt in places like Pennsylvania, where they're now uh, going to be uh, allowing, according to the Supreme Court ruling, this conservative Supreme Court that we're so thankful we have, going to allow people to continue to vote in Pennsylvania for days after the election. A um, lot, lots up for grabs, and I know Pennsylvania's hurting because it's been shut down uh, due to COVID. That was the point when we just heard it in one of the news breaks. That well, and some at, at say that they tried to kidnap the governor over it, but it was truly a citizen's arrest. And the government wouldn't let it be carried out is the problem because you can't touch these political leaders that have somehow protected themselves and with a secret combination got above the people. So beware of that. But don't worry, ladies and gentlemen, Fox News tops broadcast networks for the first time in third quarter. Joe Concha with the peace, Kurt. Well, Sam, um, just imagine what would top the uh well, the Ameri- for the American people, if the American people really got to choose all of the choices. You remember the days of old when we had, um, you know, the only choices were ABC, CBS, NBC. Now we got a lot more choices now, but um, so many of them are still controlled, in my opinion, and still uh, limited uh, to the American people. But at least if you're going to take of the main ones... Um, I guess Fox News would be topping it, Sam. You know, you, you bring up a, a, an interesting point, Kurt. <laughs> I had a, a quick uh, quip in, in response to that, and that was, yes, back in our parents' day, you had ABC, CBS, and NBC that all spoke with one voice. Now you've got 100 different options that all speak with, with one voice. Fox is the only one that deviates slightly, and it does deviate slightly. Not too much more than that, but yes, I agree again uh, between them all. The 99 that speak 
with the singular voice and the one that speaks mostly in the same voice, but a little bit better. You know, we got to go with Fox. But it's, that's good news, I guess, that they are topping the ratings, but it is really them against everybody else to the extent that there is a difference. Well, and the interesting thing is the more they get to the top of the ratings, the more liberal and extreme they get. So there you that's have it. That's the point. Well, all you got to do if you want to solve the problem, a lot of these actresses and actors are saying, hey, if Donald wins again, we're leaving the country. Well, now Elon Musk says where they can move, Kurt. Well, that's exactly right. Uh, this comes from the uh, <laughs> Digital Technology and Science Reporter, something I, well, I never read before. But anyway, Harry Petit writes this and headline, Elon Musk says humans need to move to Mars as sun will one day engulf Earth. Mm, I think Elon is a little bit messed up on this deal, Sam. Wait a minute. I'm all for sending these people to Mars, Kurt. Don't, don't put right. a fly in the ointment now and give doubt. Send them off, yeah. buddy. Send them a one-way ticket to paradise, bro. Great point. Yeah. You know? But yeah, really, this Elon yeah. Musk guy is a nutcase. He says humans need to move to Mars uh, because the sun one day will uh, engulf the Earth or whatever. And I don't even understand what he's talking about. Look, we haven't even made it to the moon, people. You can't even prove we went to the moon. Well, we, we're just going to bypass the moon and head to Mars. That's where you get the <laughs> Mars bars and stuff, Sam, and, uh, you know, and you know how popular those are. Well, men are from Mars, women are from Venus, and since you can't call a man a man and a woman a woman, you can't go to either planet anymore. Well, I mean, I if, if the sun swallows that. up the Earth, which they say they say, uh, the same scientists that say coronavirus can't spread at the Black Lives Matter riots, but you better wear it, you know, around your house. Uh, I think in five billion or maybe in five trillion years, the sun is supposed to envelop the Earth. But it, but the uh, Mars is in the same solar system as the sun, and if the sun gobbles up the Earth, what's going to happen to Mars <laughs> when the sun explodes? So I don't know. Hey, you're uh, not allowed we'll, to ask we'll those kind of questions, buddy. You just get your one-way ticket on the Musk jet, and you're ready to go, bro. <laughs> All right, next segment. I got two. Multifaceted stories that are riveting in seconds. Hi, I'm Patty, wife of former Congressman Steve Stockman. In Congress, Steve sought impeachment of Eric Holder for his corruption of the Justice Department and his fast and furious gun running that caused border agent Brian Talley's death. Steve called for arrest of Lois Lerner for her contempt of Congress as it investigated her targeting of conservative nonprofit groups. After four years, four grand juries, and millions of tax dollars, Steve Stockman is in prison. His case involved four checks to nonprofits. DOJ has one standard for Hillary Clinton, but another for folks like President Trump and my husband. We've spent all our savings, all Steve's retirement, and much of mine. Steve Stockman has fought for you and America. Won't you join me now to fight for Steve? To help, text FIGHT to 444-999. Text F-I-G-H-T to 444-999 or go to DefendAPatriot.com. DefendAPatriot.com. Your call is being transferred to the listening ear. Listening professionals dedicated to hearing you. 
Hello, listening here. Who am I listening to? Um, Carrie, but I was calling my mom. Yes, you were, but your mom was so busy she felt it was important for you to have someone who could completely focus on listening to you and you alone. So she subscribed to our service. Go ahead, I'm listening. Well, I'm not quite sure. Where to start? Well, I can listen to school issues like science projects. I can listen to boy problems, although that's an extra $3 per call because of the emotional drain on me. How about we start with how you wish you had made cheerleader? I didn't try out for cheerleader. Uh, this isn't, uh, Mary? Carrie. I'm Carrie. Oh, oh, sorry. There is no substitute for a loving parent. And when you really listen, love is what they'll hear. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. For more tips on strengthening your family, visit family.mormon.org. Live and on your radio, man. Who covers more news than us? I challenge you to get it done, ladies and gentlemen. Liberty Roundtable Live. Wow. Diane Feinstein got busted wearing a mask after she told everybody else they got to wear one. We got to follow around Mr. Governor Newsom and see if he's putting on his mask between bites of food like he's counseling everybody else to do. Got to have that paparazzi running around to get a handle on that for sure. All right. CNN audience in the news. Kurt, this is interesting. Well, it's a WorldNet Daily exclusive. Uh, Art Moore writes this piece. The headline reads, uh, CNN audience to see reality of life in the womb. Emotional ad featuring young girl begins with 4D ultrasound. Yeah, it's a live 4D ultrasound video of a baby in the womb shown on portable screens in Times Square, New York City, that uh, silenced these pro-abortion protesters for a holy moment, they say. Some dropped their signs as they saw for themselves a live human being, not merely a clump of cells. Uh, it's according to Jim Daly, the president of Focus on the Family. He told WorldNet Daily he hopes an ad showing the reality of life in the womb will have a similar but much wider impact. Uh, by the way, it's scheduled to run 13 times before, uh, well, on CNN. Now, Sam, part of this, uh, you know, goes to that thing we've talked about for years where uh, those on our side spend good money, hard-earned money with... Uh, well, our opposition, uh, and yet on the other side, you you look at it and you think, uh, well, at least they're going after uh, some of the most lost, if you will, and the ones that Savior said, uh, the healthy don't need a physician. The sick Amen to that. Do. I wonder why CNN would do this, though, Kurt. Money, Sam? Uh, yeah, they usually don't care about money. They usually get money from the pro-death folks and don't really care. Planned Parenthood is going to go berserk over this one, buddy. Great point, Sam. Anyway, I think it's a great news piece because I think the more people are acquainted with the reality of uh, the truth with incredible ultra imaging, etc., the more pro-life the society will become because they'll know the truth. And maybe to answer your question, uh, occasionally you find a good biscuit in a garbage can, but it's not really the place to look for one, you know what I mean? Yeah, you can also <laughs> find a good girl in a bar, but that's not where I'd find one. There you go. All right, uh, what do you say to that one, James? Yeah, again... Uh... You can call it bragging, if you will. This will be my third time to bring it up. Uh, but of course, I've got zero on YouTube, but it, it is a very special time when you welcome a new child into the world. And I had just come out, out from that just a few weeks ago, up until the time when my uh, 
daughter was born on October 5th, those last couple of weeks going in, and it's just amazing what they can do with ultrasounds now and how detailed it is, just how vivid. I mean, obviously, uh, how could anyone even question, I mean, what in the world, what kind of satanic, demonic spell is over our, our nations and the nations of the world to be able to look at something like that, which is what y'all are talking about, and, and not see a human and not consider that to be murder. It's absolutely, I mean, it's just unequivocally, that's exactly what it is. So I agree with you on one hand. I mean, if anybody that has the opportunity to see that, that takes the time to look, uh, obviously we had the privilege of doing that, and anybody who's going through the process of uh, an expectancy does when you go in for the ultrasound, but for, for everybody else who hasn't really considered it or doesn't think about it, yes, it's good to see it, but how did we ever even get to this point to begin with? People, people in our grandparents, they didn't need 3D ultrasounds to know that that was a lie. Uh, just uh, a lot of evil in this world right now. Yeah, now they're, even doing, now they're even doing 4D imaging, which is even more uh, telling right. and incredible, yeah. too. So there you have it, and I'm glad the people are learning the truth. All right, Matt Staver of Liberty Council. I'm telling you, this guy does a bang-up job. LC.org, that's Liberty Council, LC.org. Matt Staver, been a friend of ours for decades out of Florida, constitutional attorney that stands up for God, family, and country like nobody's business. Anyway, he's got three bombshells he just emailed me about Hunter Biden. Here they are, one at a time. Ready? First one, Matt Staver, quote, my team has seen a photo, quote, too graphic to describe here, involving what appears to be Hunter Biden with a preteen girl and drugs. So Matt Staver's team now, the legal team, have seen Hunter Biden in photos with a preteen girl and drugs. Uh, can you say Jeffrey Epstein? Can you say Ghislaine Maxwell? Now, the QAnon says that there's um, oh, pedophilia in high places. Um, and now they say that's been a debunked conspiracy theory. Um, what do you say now with the photos there in a legal team with Matt Staver? James first. Uh, obviously, where there's smoke, there's fire, and even if inexplicably there's nothing here with the Biden's involvement, which I do not believe to be the case, it still should get a thorough vetting in the media. And it's amazing when you have what appears to be some pretty damning evidence, and nobody will touch it. I saw Rudy Giuliani. Now, Rudy Giuliani is a huge figure uh, in, in in this nation. Uh, for his role in fighting crime in New York back in the day. And, I mean, he's not my top guy, but, I mean, he's a, he's a guy that when he comes out with something, it's newsworthy. It's not like some crank with a blog, okay? And I saw him being reduced last night because he was involved in, I guess, in some way, shape, or form of receiving the contents of this uh, laptop that allegedly belongs to Joe Biden's son that contains exactly the kind of allegations that, that you just mentioned, the underage girls and the crack and, and drug use and all of that. And I saw Giuliani last night going through making these statements, the statements that you just made on Newsmax TV. Now, I'm not, you know, trying to... Those photos say, alone are enough to arrest uh, yeah. Hunter Biden, aren't they? At, well, at least, you know, pending an investigation, absolutely. I mean, when you arrest people, it's not because you necessarily got them dead to rights. I mean, you arrest them and then you go through the process. But, 
I mean, right. why in the world is a guy as prominent as Rudy Giuliani with evidence as damning as this not able to get an audience bigger than Newsmax TV? I said on Newsmax TV saying all this stuff. This should be the biggest story in the world. Amen to that. All right, here's the next bombshell, and i got to hurry to get them all in. In addition to corrupt dealings of $1.5 billion with a B dollars with the Chinese Communist Party, not to mention three other governments, Hunter Biden was also apparently involved in negotiations with J.P. Morgan, Hennage's Automotive, and many other businesses. He used Air Force Two as his transportation, and I guess he had an ambassador's office as his headquarters. Do you want to respond to this one, Kurt? We have so much detail on Hunter Biden. Well, Sam, uh, don't you know the real story? Um, Joe Biden was at a restaurant kind of thing, and they asked him what kind of a shake that he got. I mean, you know, you've got to focus on the real <laughs> news, uh, Sam. I mean, I don't know where you get off on this other stuff. I'm just saying $1.5 billion of the communist Chinese and other governments documented with a girl and drugs documented. And we're not, we, we really can't even move forward. We're just going to have a debate where Trump brings it up and he gets cut off by the moderator who's supposed to be, you know, transparent here, cut off by the moderator. And now they're going to mute the microphone for the next debate. Is this enough? Is this enough though? Let's just say that the Biden are up to their eyeballs and, and you can say, well, Joe is not his son. Forget that. Say he's say Joe knew about it all. He's complicit in it all. Is it enough? Is it enough to stop him? No. Is it enough to stop him from winning? It doesn't look like it, sir. That's the thing. All right. Now, Project Veritas, that's James O'Keefe and crew, just released a new video as well of a high-level executive discussing the one-sided censorship within Google. Right now, believe it or not, 90% of desktop searches are made through Google, which is about 3.5 billion searches every day. Do you want to respond to this, Kurt? Well, Sam, um, DuckDuckGo, I mean, I don't know. um, uh, When you look at um, uh, Google, um, it's not your friend, uh, ladies and gentlemen. And, uh, you know, it would certainly be wonderful if um, it worked like I thought it did when we first started using it, that it would just, you know, let the computer kind of look and see hey, what was there and put it up there. Now with all this, um, mm, what, algorithm adjustments, if you will, uh, you know, you're going to get what they want you to get, Sam. Do you want to respond to this Project Veritas? So you got the high-level executive discussing one-sided uh, censorship, and literally almost all traffic, especially on the desktop, goes through Google. Uh, they're manipulating elections flat out. Flat out, yeah, again, James. It, 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 it's total projection, which is where, of course, you accuse your opponent of doing the things that you, in fact, are doing yourself. And that's what Google... Twitter, Facebook, all of big tech is doing election manipulation. Absolute fake news, and it's not just them being the purveyors of fake news. It really is true that CNN, all of these other uh, establishment entities are fake news. And 
they are deplatforming people who would uh, attempt to portray the truth. I mean, again, here's Giuliani. He's going to enthuse back because nobody else will give him an audience, but he's got the, the smoking gun, apparently, in his hand. Um, yes, it's bad, and the Republicans, but, you know, again, the Republicans did nothing to rein this in back before the midterms when they had full control of Washington. They brought him in for a dog and pony show, and then they gave him tax cuts. Uh, that's it. So and some of this has to go back to our guys, too, to the extent that Trump and his ilk are our guys. They should have done more. They didn't. And uh, now the chickens have come home to roost. Wow. Two, three. How many stories do we cover? Any idea? <laughs> I, I, my head's spinning. Any idea, Kurt? Well, like you say, it's uh, there's a lot. Uh, if you listen to the standard, you know, the big shots that uh, control the media, yeah, if they're going to get, you know, a handful of them, it's amazing to me in a three-hour period, um, Sam. But anyway, uh, we suggest uh, maybe, they, maybe they're maybe they learning, though, Sam. I mean, they might be uh, picking up on uh, new things from us. Like 27 stories, ladies and gentlemen covered in a two-hour period of hard-hitting talk 27 stories vetted and covered that are earth-shattering stories that you certainly don't even hear the story in the mainstream press and if you do hear the story we have a drastically different take on the story we always have a transparency of promoting god family country protecting life liberty and property focusing on that which is the news the networks refuse to use aspect of the story and ladies and gentlemen think about what we've covered what if we had a big enough stick to be on, say, 600 radio stations like Rush Limbaugh. Do you think we could move the needle and have Joe Biden and Hunter Biden arrested for their crimes, James? Uh, that's the dream. That's the thing. Uh, we, we talked about Rush earlier. It's sad just to, to see what's happened. Uh, none of us beats Father Time, but I wish he'd have done more. I wish if he'd have been half the radio show this was, it wouldn't be in the show we're in now, fighting a recruiting battle every single day, every single year. For James Edwards, ThePoliticalCessPool.org, Kirk Crosby, and Sam Bushman, we declare we the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and will restore our grand old public. But you got to get involved, make it a great day, and choose the right, will you? Donate today, LibertyNewsRadio.com, LovingLiberty.net, ThePoliticalCessPool.com, I'm sorry, .org, ThePoliticalCessPool.org, and LibertyRoundTable.com. For Sam, Kurt, and James, we declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Thank you, gentlemen.